Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscaping professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of four best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, The Lawn Care Advantage, Winning Strategies for a Thriving Landscaping Business, available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Now, here's your host. Paul Jamison. That's very, very helpful. Thank yeah. you guys for sharing. Oh, yeah. I love it. Dude, did you see uh, B&B Lawn Care Blake Albertson just walked into the building? I saw him back there. He's taking a picture of me. Smart. Yeah, with, of with Natalie in her Louis Vuitton purse. That is a Louis Vuitton purse. He's got camo shorts on. Respect that. I like him, man. He's a great guy. He's awesome. And Blake started when he was young. We were talking about young people. How old was he when he started? Puberty. I remember watching his videos around when you were going. Yeah. OG. Mm-hmm. I'm Blake's. saying, how old was he when he started a business for himself? 13, maybe? 12? 13? Was he riding a bike? <laughs> Pushing a mower down the street or something? I don't know. Okay, whatever. I was just wondering. I know he was young. He's not that old now. You know, it's funny as I can think of some of the people that might be listening right now that are getting frustrated saying, yeah, but yeah, but give me the specifics. How this and that, what, what do you, what did Brian mean when he said he makes more money by working less? What do you mean? I'm working my ass off and I'm just getting more tired. And it's like, because can I just talk about the elephant in the room? Well, there's an elephant in the room that there's a lot more. So we talk about lawn care and landscaping, but there's many, many people today have many different hustles. They have side hustles. They'll have two, three, four businesses, crazy stuff going on. They're making money online. They're doing this. They're hustling this. Bro, there's so many different t- type ways to make money. The next book was uh, by Dan Sullivan, Who, Not How. That was the number one book in that time period that helped me make way more money in less time. And for context, we were like, yeah, but how much money? What is Kelfis a millionaire? Is like, cause I, like, you're not supposed to say how much money you make. I don't know why people don't say that. Like, I don't normally ever talk about it, but I'll say it on this one podcast. It's not a lot. I did 393,000 last year. That's not even a lot of money. It's not even 400 grand to somebody who's only making 80, 100, 200 grand. They're like, oh my God, it wasn't just like me right now. Oh my God, you did 700 grand. It's just like, but all my friends are literally doing millions of dollars, you know, anywhere from 2 million, 4 million, 5 million, 20 million, 10 million, 1 million, 2 million. Like, so it's like, but like, what, what were you going to say? Sorry. You, you said something at lunch that disturbed me about one of your friends. I don't want to say their name, but you, you mentioned how they wanted to retire at age 42. Uh, or don't, don't no, have the ability. Okay, they said yeah. they could never retire, but he's going to be completely financially for free. Yeah, okay, for I'm, life I'm with all systems, business investments flowing. I got you. Massive amounts of cash flow by 42, and they're okay. going to do it, bro. They're gonna yeah, do it. and I didn't have that. I didn't have that context because I'm I'm all about if you have enough, you know, being financially independent, as they call it, or financially free, that's fine. But in the Hebrew language, every word has a meaning. Uh, it's very different than English, the the Hebrew language. 
And the word retirement isn't even, it's not even a word, nor is the word coincidence. They don't have the word coincidence because there is no such thing as a coincidence. It's God did that, lined all that stuff up that happened that we call, oh, well, that's a coincidence. No, that, that what God is trying to uh, show off or speak to you about something. So in the Hebrew language, they don't have the retire. We, we were never supposed to retire and 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 sit on the the boat or, or 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 go golf or go to the beach all day or whatever. Like God created us to serve one another, and so we you know for all of our days, we, when you serve someone by giving them on online an informational product or a landscaping service or a fertilization and weed control service, you're we're serving somebody to make their life better. That's why a lot of people when they retire. Within one year, they pass away because uh, they're not serving people anymore. And so I, I don't like when these entrepreneurs who are making millions of dollars want to make millions of dollars so they can retire and stop serving people. Like God put us on this planet to serve one another. And, and you want to find something that you enjoy serving people with. But we need to we need to be adding value to people's lives all the days of our life. So I'm not against being financially independent at age 42. I'm, I'm trying to get my net worth loaded as fast, you know, as soon as possible, but not to retire. I, I want to be an old man serving somebody in some way possible, you know, absolutely. Being in business. Be able to serve, the older you get, if you were an old man, you would have so much wisdom that you and, would be able to serve and we're, people um, at a high level. We're, we're pretty close to Omaha where um, Warren Buffett. Um, somebody, I watched his documentary. Yeah. And somebody texted me his address. You can just drive by his house. It's, it's pretty modest for, for being a multi-billionaire. But he's jump skips and hops to work and he's in his nineties. He just loves what he does. And that that's like that's a testament. Love it. I love everything you're saying. And we do in our culture speak very flippantly and we don't take language serious. And we have well, you know what I mean. When people say like, Well, what do you mean? If you if you analyze very specific about each word that we're speaking, we'd be a lot more careful about what we say and how it aligns with our actions. And to just retire to nowhere, you would basically just vanish and well, it's very be, selfish. Because se- it's, it's, it's it's selfish. We we need to serve someone. And I think for me, I had, I had to come to that realization, like even, even if you're not talking about retiring, like you're saying, like sit and do nothing or just play golf every day or, or go to the beach or whatever, uh, the, even the financial freedom part of it, I've had this, I've, I've thought that lately. I was like, well, how much money do I need to be able to, to be financially free or what kind of cash flow do I need? And, and I think those are smart things to do. Cause like, I don't want to be spraying yards till I'm 80, but same time, I don't want to like live so crazy sacrificially today because I'm trying to get there as fast as possible that I like basically like, no, no, no cheese dip today, kids. No, no vacations today. Cause I'm trying to, uh, to get, you know, financially free and all that. So I think there's always a balance there. Yeah. You know? There's, there's a verse. I, I have it. I, I have uh, some verses I read in the morning. And one of them, I think it's in Ecclesiastes about the blessing of being able to enjoy wealth. So yeah. it, we we get the 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 backbreaking work of of doing the building the wealth, but that's only the front end of the equation. The second end of the equation is to enjoy the cheese dipper, is to take your son to a Alabama football game or whatever. Enjoy it, like yeah. enjoy the wealth. I think that's something in our in our culture that we. Uh, we, we miss out on of, of that, that balance. I got some amazing story to tell, and I would not tell this if I didn't experience a little bit of it myself. So I'm not just speaking about something I don't know anything about. Tim Ferriss, again, he's, he, uh, so he was speaking at a conference and he's worth a couple, like a couple hundred million bucks or something by now as an investor. And he's very smart. And he, 
he's very conserved with his time. He's, he's a genius, right? Um, I'm on his email list, but he was telling the story. People are asking him a bunch of questions of how did you become so crazy successful and you're so good at time management? And then one lady in the audience is like, well, what does your day look like? What do you actually do if we you could follow you around for a day? And then he kind of like laughed. He said, well, the truth is, if most of you followed me around all day, you would be bored out of your mind. And they're like, huh? Like, you're not running all over the place. You, he goes, no. He says, well, I wake up in the morning. I wake up naturally and then I meditate and I stretch and I do some journaling and reading. And then I might get a cup of tea and then I'll go look out the window and relax a little more. And then maybe I'll work out and then I'll read a little more. And then I go walking around in the woods. And sometimes that's all I'll do all day. And then sometimes that's all I'll do for two or three or four days in a row. And everybody in the audience is completely perplexed. Like, huh? And then he said, well, essentially what I'm trying to do is let everything go so I can identify what he calls the one big domino. And when he identifies that one big domino and he knocks that over, it knocks over all the other dominoes or makes everything else irrelevant. So I've been forced to think about this and by me overworking myself to what if I wake up naturally and I go sit on the porch and I read and my Kindle and I relax and I don't dive right into the to-dos of the day and my emails and social media. And I've been taking more time the last year for myself to go jogging in the woods, hang out with my wife, relax, go sit in my studio and just sit there and do nothing. And and uh, I'm not saying I'm great at this, but so if there's four different levels on this um, pyramid, this is by Myron Golden. You know Myron? Oh Golden? yeah, I, uh, I, I I binge watch his YouTube stuff. Okay, so Myron Golden is amazing, and and he's all very faith based. When he talks about when he talks about the lowest level is implementation on a pyramid. This is like ninety percent of everybody. They work with their physical muscles in linear time, and they can only make so much money because they got to go out and do all this physical work. And every time they stop, the money stops because they're in linear time. It's like a one to one ratio. Now the next people are the people that got like the cushy six fear and the next level on the pyramid is a much smaller percentage of people. It's like 9% of the people or something. They, these are the people with like, they make good money. They got the cushy six figure salaries. They live in the nice houses, drive new cars. They can, they, they save for retirement. They put their kids through school. These are very well people and they're very smart, but it's in unification, much smaller percentage of people. And what they do is they have skills and they've learned skills and they have like degrees or they, or they have small businesses, but they basically, they work their butts off, but they manage other people. So they know how to manage other people and unify other people to get a whole lot of work done to help them. You can build a small business to a hundred employees doing this. You can make millions. You could be retired for the rest of your life. But he said above that in the pyramid, there's, it's all Myron Golden, not me, but there's a small, small, tiny percentage. And this is like the, that other 1%. And he's hidden. He drew the word communication. These are all the millionaires, multi-millionaires. These are the heads of top companies. They're, they, they're uh, uh, TV show producers, mm -hmm. big, gigantic podcasts, radio show hosts, act, famous actors, some politicians. I'm not getting political here, but what I'm saying is like people that they don't do all the work and implementation. They're not stuck or not stuck, but they're not busy managing all the people. They just communicate 
and communicate the vision and everybody else does the work. Now, if you have a business, you obviously would have to do something that isn't very low barrier to entry where anybody can do it. It has to have or figure out a way to get higher profit margins to be able to hire and put the right people in place. You can have a management team and all this stuff like to unify people takes money and takes profit and profit margins. If you look at Apple, you know, stuff like that, but communication. So people who become wildly successful are the communicators. And then above that, there was one little dot and he, on the top of the pyramid, this is like the 0.000001% of the wealthiest people that ever walked the face of the planet. They're the world changers. And Myron said, these are the billionaires and the multi-billionaires. And he wrote the word imagination. He's, and just like Einstein said, imagination is more important than intelligence. So talking about how do you manage your time within, in success and work and money without being obsessed and still make time for your family. Well, imagination is more important than intelligence and hard work and the ability. Now think about this. If you're stuck in fight or flight survival mode, kind of like Joe Dispenza talks about, and your amygdala is firing and your cortisol is pumping through your blood, your focus narrows down and you become so obsessed with fear and hard work and trying to make ends meet that you actually don't have the capacity to access the neurons in your brain or download from the spiritual side, these really beautiful, brilliant ideas. And if you do have them, you don't even know how to implement them because you got to dig the next scoop with the shovel right now or your bills are, aren't going to get paid. So you're trapped in this lower vibrational density, this lower frequency, and you can't manage your time because because you're just stuck. So getting to the point to let go a little and let yourself go into communication and imagination and say, what role am I playing right now in my life and my business and my vision? And, and, and let the amygdala relax and relax your body Oh my God, but I can't, I got to make this money. Boom. You're sucked right back into the lower density. So this kind of obsession with this is like when you have these really high, beautiful, vivid imaginations or inventions immediately take a step forward and an action into putting that thing. Like in the seven habits of highly effective people, Dr. Stephen R. Covey talked about dependence, independence, and interdependence and these amazing models. He said that if you're in, in like a rushing river up to your waist, and this is your life that you've this trench that you've carved by being a fully responsible uh, human being, he said, take that shovel. Even if you don't feel like you have time just here and there and dig in a different direction and just and even if nothing's happening, just keep doing it repetitively like a habit. And then after a little while, a little stream is going to appear. It's called trickle flow flood. You have a trickle and then it'll start to flow. Then it'll be a flood. So I, I, I've seen this happen into my life and now I've have multiple streams of income flowing because experience the ultimate home services industry event at the 2023 huge convention in Nashville. Join Naylor Talifair, John Page, and myself at Podrow for exclusive insights and interviews with 130 plus vendors, focus breakout sessions, and ideas worth $10,000 or more to your business. This convention is a game changer. Don't miss out. Register now by clicking the link in the show notes and secure your spot at the premier convention for business education in the home service industry. You're out there in the field, mowing lawns, making money, working hard, but for every dollar you make, you're worried. Worried that you spend too much, worried that you won't make payroll, or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. 
Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. Are you ready to grow your lawn care and landscaping business at light speed? Hey, I'm Cody Owen with Lightspeed Social Agency, and you have heard me talk shop right here on the Green Industry Podcast and every other lawn care podcast you listen to. I hope that you have taken advantage of the expert knowledge I've given in those interviews, but I want you to experience the power of putting Lightspeed behind your business this spring. Sign up for Facebook and Instagram ads management and put my team's years of experience to work in your business. When I could have been laying around watching Netflix or, I don't know, doing stupid stuff or partying. I don't know about what people do. Uh, I became obsessed with learning and then finding out from other people. And now I have these different streams of income. It sounds weird hearing me saying this because I'm not a braggadocious guy. I'm not bragging about anything. I, I don't even make a whole lot of money. But um, to see something finally do a thousand a month, 2000, 3000, 5000, 9000, 12, like every single month, this money is flowing in from these different directions. You have to face the facts that this stuff actually works. And then you can buy your time back by instead of taking that money that you finally start making good money for the first time in your life. Do I go buy the, I don't know, the drop top Mustang. Do I get the vacation home? Do I start blowing it on all this crap? Or do I take that money and invest it back into the business and into the people that can help you do all that stuff. So you, you start hiring people to take the lowest, um, the, the stuff off your plate that doesn't require imagination, all the implementation stuff, and uh, which opens up. If you read the book by, um, uh, who was that? Not Jack Welch, CEO of General Electric. This was somebody else. Uh, who, who wrote the book Principles? Ray Dalio. Bro, in the book Principles by Ray Dalio, he talks about, because they've, they've done billions, he talks about how every next thing that you do in your business opens up a whole plethora of problems. Now you got to go to work to solve those problems and then you get them solved. And ah, well, if you want to grow, you create more problems. So for me, the reason I haven't grown a multi-million dollar business yet is because I don't have, or, or I do have the capacity, but I've opened up too many of these problems before where I've gotten so stressed out where now it's leaked into my personal life. I'm not getting any sleep. It's messing with my marriage and I'm not willing to sacrifice my health and my sleep and my, Oh, you got to work. You got to work constantly sleep four hours a night. Well, I can't do that. I used to be able to do that in my twenties, but I'm not willing to mess up my marriage or any of that stuff. Like Zig Ziglar said on stage one day, one of the top motivational speakers of the world and entrepreneur, he's like, if at any time, Oh, sorry. He's, uh, this would have interfered with his relationship with Christ and with his wife and his family and taking care of his family, and his kids. He would have, there's no question. He, he would have put his family first every single time, even if it cost him financially is like, and then like Gary Vee talks about radical communication. So I've thought about all this. If you do want to go work a hundred hours a week for like six months straight to get something to the next level, you better be in really, really good communication with the people that you love the most, that you do love them. It doesn't mean that you love them any less. You want to do this thing to get it to the next level and you want them to support you and you promise that you will be back. But this is going to be a season where it's going to be painful that you got to go lopsided. So the communication and being connected to your heart is what allows you to... Take everything to the next level. You can't just cut people off and then just, or, or unless they're going to feel like traumatized if you spent all this time with them and all of a sudden you're not. It's radical communication and there's different seasons for everything. If you see somebody else crushing it in a certain way and you feel very disturbed inside, it's motivating. It might not be your season to do that. 
but your season's going to come. And when your season comes, comes and like you strike while the iron's hot, you'll feel it. And now, you know, it's time to go and just run for 90 days straight or for nine months straight. It's good. I've had a season of running nonstop for like two and a half years straight nonstop. And now it's a different season. So don't listen to me. Don't listen to Brian. Listen to your heart. I called Stan Genetic once. I was so frustrated. I was like, oh my God, Stan, how do you do all this and make all this money? I'm trying so hard. And I was so frustrated. Stan goes, stop, 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 Keith. The recipe for success is so incredibly unique to you. You know, in your heart, it's not going to be in a book or a course or following these gurus. That's all good. But you know, in your heart, what's right for you and what the next step is. And I really took that to heart and it's worked great for me. So now when people, I see people braggadociously are giving this advice saying, no, this is the advice you need to listen to. I take and I just collect what I think is good and I just discard the rest. So I used to, all right, I'm talking a lot, bro. I'm just fired up now. <laughs> That's good. I got a verse from, I uh, shared this with, with Keith and Brian at lunch from Ecclesiastes 11 2. Uh, it says, give a serving to seven and also to eight for you do not know uh, what evil will be on the earth. Um, I'll read that in a different, uh, this is in the NLT but divide your investments among many places. So you mentioned 22, the Bible mentioned seven or eight. You're, you're overachieving. I know Jason, you have multiple streams of income and I, I certainly do as well. So I think that's smart to, to be diversified. And even I was showing, uh, Brian and I were crunching numbers at lunch when you were, I don't know where you went, maybe the bathroom or something, but like, if you take $1 million, if you can, have a million dollars in your investment account and you put it in the uh, S&P 500, for example, which is up 19% this year, uh, which is irregular, but on average over time, it's, you know, eight, 10, 12%, depending on the year. If you put a mil, if you have a million dollars in your uh, uh, Roth IRA, that's invested in the, the S&P 500 index fund. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a hundred thousand dollars of interest that your money made you that year. So now your network or that just, account in your portfolio is 1,100,000 now. So we can get to a place where our money can be working for us. So I'm not against your buddy that wants to retire at age 42, but I just want to make sure the the, the, the acronym that's out there is called FIRE, Financially Independent Retire Early. And I, I'm, I, I'm against that because, well, first of all, the financially independent part, we need to be dependent on God. It says to ask him for our daily bread. Like we need to we need to acknowledge him, not that we have so much money that we 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 can just take care of ourselves. Like we, you know, what I mean, like there's a yeah, there's a story in the Bible where the farmer kept storing up all these silos of grain because he just wanted to have so much bigger barns, and then he died. Um, yeah, it, it, just like that. But I, and then the the FIRE financial independence, which again, I'm all about the the blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. I'm all about becoming rich. Uh, God, you know, God's way, mm-hmm. but the retire early part, like that, that's foolishness. Like we should be serving people to the end. So I mean, I'm, I'm working through all of this stuff because I don't have a wife or kids yet. So I don't have that. There, there's a certain point. If you just work like a maniac, Tracy would hit you with the frying pan or, or Ashley would chew you out or whatever. Like you guys have like a little bit of accountability put in, but I don't have, I mean, I'm live by myself. I work all the time mm-hmm. and I love, I mean, I, I, I'm making money. Like you said, it's like, 
you know, I'm talking to my, I was talking to my dad on the phone. I was like, dad, guess how much money I made yesterday. And he like, he, I think he thinks I'm making it up, but I'm like, no, I, I he's like, are you sure? Like, yeah, I could tell he thinks I'm exaggerating. I'm like, no dad, like I'm making a lot of money. It's awesome. But I, I don't have, I guess the Lord's disciplined me because I don't have a balance. It's just, dude, I get the most amount of work done on Tuesdays because Tuesday night's date night. And I have to get all the stuff done by six o'clock. I'm the most productive. So if, if well, there's research, when you're restricted like that, you get more Parkinson's done. Parkinson's law. Yeah. Oh, and one other thing about the stock market and all the stuff and uh, having an IRA. Um, you know, I've had in-depth conversations with uh, my bookkeeping, the owner of the bookkeeping agency, that I, uh, Dan Plata, Blue, mm-hmm. Blue Sky Services. He's like a finance major. They have multiple companies and investments. And he really broke down all the math and said to me, the, the, the highest return on investment that you can put your money into is actually just your own business because you get the highest returns. It's like your own little stock market. So of course, it's important to have other things, but growing your business is the best place to put your money because you have control over it. Right. That's one of the investments, but I, I would invest in the, the, the S&P 500, for example, you're investing in Amazon, Google, Apple, all those companies. Hormozy had a video about that. Alex Hormozy. Yeah, he said he called it uh, instead of investing in four hundred one k. He's like invest in four hundred one me or something like that. He, he said it in front of Dave Ramsey. It was really clever. <laughs> Dave Ramsey <laughs> cracked a smile. But um, I, I I listen to Alex Hormozy. I was listening to him last night. But there's some things he says I disagree with. But he's I mean he's worth a hundred million dollars and he he's like you need to go all in on one thing. Yeah, he's a unicorn man. Yeah, he's like you need to go. He he's he's uh, he's very very intelligent, but. What I'm saying is, but the Bible's my compass, not not some guy on YouTube. Because we talked about the verse, and I think um, it talks about wood, hay, and stubble, and then like precious metals, and our life will be burned up by God. Mm-hmm. And then only things that remain is the, is the things that we did, you know, eternally. That and um, and all the foolishness stuff, the wood, hay, the stubble, the Porsche, or whatever. I'm not saying don't don't enjoy that, but that stuff has no eternal value and when, when, when we die in the hearse they don't our money doesn't they don't go to the bank and get all our cash and drag it with us oh can i do a plug real quick yeah uh i do have a budget that i put together and it's like it's keithkelfas.com slash budget my name's k-e-i-t-h-k-a-l-f-a-s.com slash budget and then when you go there you get a free pdf download of exactly how to put together a budget very basically and also comes with i think like a it's like 16 full pages of a of, of a PDF breaking down how to organize your, your, your finances. And so that helped my time management because I stopped stressing about it once I knew it was taken care of. There you go. Jason, how can people connect with you? And maybe I'll give you a, a little, little low hanging fruit to plug the event. <laughs> we plugged the event, Paul. My, that, my, that was on a previous, uh, yeah. I break my episodes up and, and yeah, so that'll be on a different uh, episode. Lawn Care Life is I'm mostly on YouTube. I don't, I, you know, just look up Lawn Care Life on YouTube. And then my website's lawncarelife.com. That's where I do uh, informational products, mostly teaching people how to start a weed control and fertilization business because that's what I do. And that's where there's a link to the conference, the 2024 20, Lawn Care Life Conference, February 23rd, 24th in Springville, Alabama, which is near Birmingham. And it's uh, 197 bucks Friday night, all day Saturday, includes your meals. That's the early bird price, which we would love some early birds to take advantage of. How's how's ticket sales going? Well, better than they used to, that's for sure. I mean, so like, because I'm, I'm like what Brian was talking about earlier, people wait the last very minute to to sign up. It's kind of frustrating. So yeah, we, I've been encouraged with it. And 
Uh, we got 300 seats available. How many we think we can fit in the building legally? And so we're going to cap it off. And I'm, I'm actually optimistic that we're going to reach that number. And to our audio listening crowd, uh, we were recording this and it's going to be on YouTube. So head on over to Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison on YouTube and you can watch us. We're in the hotel lobby at uh, Embassy Suites in Lincoln, Nebraska, home of the Nebraska Cornhuskers from the Big Ten. It slapped them around. It'd be ugly if they had to line up against the, the, the roll tiders. SEC. It would be a beatdown. But I'm, I'm rooting for them. Love it. All right. Well, thanks for your time, guys. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, guys. Don't miss your chance to level up at the 2023 Equip Expo in Louisville, Kentucky. From October 17th through 20th, you can explore the best in landscaping and hardscaping across the 1,000 exhibits. Make the most of this event and use my promo code POLL to save a whopping 50% off your registration. Just check out the link in our show notes and let the growth of your business take center stage at the Equip Expo. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.